Equip your students with the tools they need for financial literacy with Beyond Personal Finance, proud sponsors of our show. Beyond Personal Finance's unique approach for teens and tweens takes the student on a journey through their avatar's financial future through fun, interactive, and informative modules designed to open their eyes to the power of their choices. In one semester, your student will design the future to see if their avatar makes it to retirement. This will be the class your student talks about for the rest of their lives. Come see at beyondpersonalfinance.com. Hi, and welcome to It's Not About Money, the money podcast for intentional parents, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. My name is Matt. I'm here with my wife, Charla, the artisan of adulting. Hey! Today, uh, we're going to talk a bit about self-confidence. Yes, I think, huge. I think it's is a misunderstood concept. And so I really want to like have an honest discussion about what it is. It's not about entitlement. It's really about you know, like having confidence to go out into the world and accomplish great things and kind of meet our, you know, meet our goals and achieve uh, kind of, you know, the, the goals or aims we have for ourselves in life. But I guess, you know, it's this is about teaching it not for adults, but to children. And, and how do we teach our children self-confidence? And I know this is something you thought a lot about, Charla. Can you talk to us a little bit about that today? Yeah. So the thing of it is, you know, we as parents, we, I think we get into a... Um, into a habit or to a rut of doing things for our kids um, because, you know, when they were born, they couldn't do anything for themselves. They were just, they were just terrifying. They were just lumps. Right. And so we had to feed them and we had to um, take care of them. And we, and so I think we just got in that mode of taking care of them without even stepping back and realizing that they've, they've, they're, they've gotten bigger, you and know. Sometimes it's just easier to do it ourselves. That's very like, true, too. Well, it comes to the dishes. <laughs> I've seen her children do the dishes. Stop. And I don't mind doing the dishes. So it's like, it's just, I know the dishes are clean when I do it. Agreed. But the thing of it is, when you don't, when you do something for your kid, you're sending that signal that, hey, you don't have what it takes to do this. I have to do it. That's a terrible signal for it's kids. It's a terrible do. signal. And so, yes, we can do the dishes better, but it is good to give them the opportunity to do it. It's good to give them the 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 reins and say, hey, I you've got everything you need to do these dishes. Um, so I've oh. got some experiences here that well, I know, Charlie, you like lists. I do. You're big, I love you're a lists. You're big fan of lists. They're all over the house. So I know <laughs> how big is today's list? Look, I've got nine. There's only nine. nine there's but these this, are nine. This podcast is supposed to be between twelve and fifteen minutes. Yes. Okay, but we're if not going to get to all nine. Because all nine tackle, would be nope. That's too many. Like I agree. Five minute podcast. <laughs> Look, they can get the whole list from it's not about money but we're going to tackle two or three just to sort of give a flavor to the list. I help you understand where it is that I am coming from. So Two or three feels way more manageable. Yes, yes, yes. So first up, helping someone different from you. Um, seeing that you as a human can actually impact the life of, of a stranger is very powerful. It is a very powerful lesson um, that you can see you've got gifts that are meaningful to the world. It will give you a sense of purpose. I remember when we did Meals on Wheels with, um, with our kids, you know, those little elderly folks were literally waiting for the meal to show up. If 
we didn't show up, they wouldn't have a meal. The kids knew that. They understood it. They uh, they saw the gratitude in these elderly folks' eyes. They saw that these elderly folks were looking for company and we could provide that. And that helped Jack and Kate, my kids, both see, oh, wow, I, I can, you know, I can do I can do something. I can matter. I can make a difference. And they can be small things. Like I know sometimes at the store, I've seen Jack like help someone who's older, like just take their cart from the car back to the bin or help them get their groceries into their car or, or take it out to the car from the grocery store. Little things like that where they're, they're contributing and that builds self-confidence in their ability to be kind of a force for good in the world. And we want our children to be a force for good in the world. That's right. So next up is a week away home, uh, a week away from home at camp. This is my favorite. <laughs> I love camp. I like know we, you do. Even as adult, Charlotte and I do this thing called parent camp where we just leave our kids for a few days and go do something fun okay, for ourselves. Okay, we don't leave them alone. They not, they are taken care of. Okay, some some human has them. Yeah, this is not about child abandonment. <laughs> our son is 21. Our daughter is 16. Well, they can fend for themselves. Well, now, yes. But like when they were younger, we actually did parent camp yeah. and that was great. It was great. But as a kid, I went to an awesome camp in, outside of Austin. It was called Camp Longhorn. Uh, and I actually went to, you know, I actually am a Longhorn. I went to school at UT and that was a great experience for me. I was, you know, kind of, you know, living in a cabin with a dozen other kids who came, you know, from all over Texas to go to this camp. There were different kids with different lifestyles, different expectations. Um, and, and it wasn't on my own. There were, there were counselors there, but it wasn't my mom. They weren't there, you know, to do my laundry and cut my food. Like they were there to kind of make sure I was alive and, and, and semi-healthy. I got ear infections every year, uh-huh. but, and uh, you know what? You made it. I still made it. And I, I learned how to work through that by myself. And I, I learned how I could go away from my family and kind of survive my own and have a good time and make new friends and learn new skills. And, and it just kind of prepared me for that next thing, which was for me, ultimately, you know, leaving my home and moving into a college environment. Some of those skills I've made around meeting friends and doing new things, I had to practice that before on my own. That's right. And it's not something necessarily that they're going to want to do. Um, my son is an introvert. And he's not always eager to get out of the the safety of our home. He learned that from you. He did. He did. But, you know, ultimately, we're not going to be able to keep them at home and shelter them forever. And showing them, hey, get out, see the world, meet new friends, survive. It may not be the best week of your life, but you will recognize that you you can make it, you can rely on yourself, and that gives kids massive, massive confidence for the next hard thing that they will, you know, need to do in their lives. All right, you have, you have a third one? We I have do. All right. Three. All right. Three. When you learn a new skill, you get an understanding of your capabilities. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm a little bit of a pessimist, I guess. When I look at someone doing something, whether I'm looking at them doing a sport or, um, you know, playing a musical instrument or whatever, I always kind of look on them with like awe, like, wow, I can't. God. Like they just started playing saxophone and they were amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The like they it. just picked it up or like, I would, I'll never be able to do something like that. And, and it just makes, it just, it just makes it 
seem much harder than it is. Much Like you just, you don't understand until you have the opportunity to pick up a musical instrument and, you know, pick up the, uh, you know, learn to cook or, you know, just something where you go, oh, wow, I am capable. I, I do. I have a feeling of accomplishment and mastery when I can do what other people are doing. It's not nearly as hard as I thought that it was. And that's just, that applies to all of adulting. You know, they're looking out. I know Jack was intimidated at the thought of living life on his own, but because he had already been somewhat intimidated in learning another skill, joining a, a, a football or soccer team, or he already sort of had those experiences, had a semi-positive state about it, and so he was more willing to do the next hard thing. Yeah, he already knew how to, you know, cook, how to clean, how to do laundry. He had the basic skills he learned, so he had confidence to do the next thing. And I think, you know, when we shelter our kids from doing hard things, we actually give their fears strength, and it allows those fears to grow. That's right. We, we have a friend of ours, and he's, he's a great guy, and he's got a son who I actually really care about. But when his son became a teenager, he, he started kind of growing, like teenagers do, like facial hair. And it was it was sporadic facial hair, um, but he, he didn't shave it. And so we kind of started wondering, like, when is he going to shave? And this, it kind of went on for, you know, for weeks, for months. And then as time grew, I asked him, I was like, hey, dude, is your son growing a beard? And he said, well, he's not really growing a beard. He's just actually terrified to shave. That's he, right. He's terrified to shave. And so rather than coaching his son on how to do that and teaching him how to do it when he had like a few little hairs, the son had this like two-year scraggly <laughs> teenage beard going. It, it was terrifying. It correct. Like, like taking on a life of its own. It, correct. There was actually something to be afraid of at that point. Right. Because now he's got <laughs> he's going to have to hack through this thing. Correct. To face that fear. And, and he would get like weird, like people made comments and, and tease him about this beard because he hadn't done the hard thing. Hard, I'm doing air quotes here, Charles. Sure, Can we see, see it. Air quotes air quote, on the they cannot see okay. it. No, they can't. He hadn't done the hard thing of like learning how to shave. When which, it was little. Yeah. When it was little. And so over time, it actually was going to become a harder thing. That's and that, right. that fear had taken on legs. It reinforces that fear. It gives it gives validity to that fear. Like, oh, yeah, that is something you should be afraid of, which then increases their anxiety of that fear. And you got to kind of push through that sometimes. That's right. That's right. I remember uh, Kate, uh, our daughter, uh, when she was younger, she wanted to make a birdhouse. That was probably like for one of these school projects. So, so, but I have like a nail gun and a saw, power saws, and she was she was intimidated by it. But then as she got into that project and she actually you know used the saw and you know she didn't hurt herself. She used a nail gun, which is an awesome tool. Like she actually learned, hey, I can do this. She learned these kind of small skills that gave her confidence. So when she's older. As a young woman, and she's out on her own, she's going to know I can use a saw, I can use an, I can use a nail gun, I can use a hammer because she's learned those and practiced those. It would have been very easy for me to just do that myself. And, That's and right. I, as a kid growing up, my father and protected way faster, me. Way, way faster. faster. Um, my father protected me from that stuff. Like I never learned how to mow the yard because my father, it was just too dangerous to mow the yard. Uh, <laughs> now I've mowed the yard now hundreds of times. I love to mow the yard. It's like a hobby for me. But I didn't learn how to mow the yard until I was in my late 20s and I was in my first house because my father was protecting me for something I could have done and built that confidence in myself. That's right. And, it, you know, it just knowing 
not knowing how to do something just makes it more dangerous for the day you you have to do it. I mean, Matt mowed his first lawn. How old were you? I was probably was 27. Right, 27. Maybe 28. So, and, you know, when you're 27, you're way less likely and to ask for help from some like who's around? You know, you know what I'm, are you going to do? I'm not sounding all that capable. Right now. <laughs> no, like, this is... no, it's not true. Because you, you know, remember you have the one friend who asked you to. Um... He asked me how to ch- he asked me I was changing oil. Yeah. And he said, you change your own what? oil. What? You do like, yeah. that? And he was like, I said, well, what do you do? He goes, well, I call the shop and I make an appointment and I drive it there. I'm like, yeah, how long does that take you? He goes, it takes me like a day to get it all done. I'm without my car. I'm like, yeah, I just go to the store. I just do my own. And he, what was hilarious was, because he thought I was this basically mechanic because I could change <laughs> oil. And this guy was actually a surgeon. But the idea of the changing oil was just such a huge uh kind of mountain or fear for him that he would never do it, but he would actually uh, cut you open and, and take out organs and operate on you. <laughs> right. Well, way sh- more complex than changing oil. Sure. But I do, I just think it comes back to that reinforcing the fear. You know, you always, at least I do, I look at something new and I'm intimidated by it and just working through that and understanding that your kids are going to be naturally intimidated, but you still have to, um, you know, walk them through that. And force seems like a harsh word, but just make them face their fears so that their fears don't grow bigger and bigger over time. It's just really important because there will be a day when they're out on their own and you want them to have that self-reliance, that that knowledge that, that they have the abilities to, to, to do things. Right. As they push through that over and over again, they will learn the confidence they can look at something hard. And they can do it safely and accomplish accomplish something that maybe feels a little bit intimidating. And even asking for help, too. I mean, something as simple as asking for help is intimidating. I know that my kids, neither one of them, love to ask for help. They Um, learned that from you. You hate to ask for help. I do hate to ask for help. Yes, it just makes me feel inadequate. It makes me feel weak and vulnerable. I don't really like it at all. people love to help you. Uh, You're very helpable. (laughs) Helpable? Is that a word? Helpable? Yeah, you need a lot of help. (laughs) Is helpable like the opposite of capable? Is that you're is capable that... and helpable? Okay, you can sure, be both. They're sure, not mutually sure, exclusive. Sure, sure, sure. All right. All right. I think we got through three of the nine. We did. There's which nine. Nine. We got things. To a third of it. Yeah, which is fine because some of these, you know, are self-explanatory. Um, some of these are things that you know we talked about before. Working outside of the home will build confidence. Um, saving money for something big will build build self-confidence. So I think that when you go to our website, it's notaboutmoneypodcast.com or in the link in the show notes, you can check it out um, and see those experiences yourself. And of course, if you have any questions. Um, you will find right there on our website a button that says questions and feel free to submit them. We hope one day to do a like user question. Is it user question? I think they're listener Listener, questions. listener, listener questions. So we'll have a listener question episode, which will be hilarious. So ask a question. Yep. Uh, and expect an irreverent uh, but honest <laughs> yes. answer. Yes. Yes. We're trying here. So we're trying. We're learning every day. Exactly. All right. So speaking of which, we will see you guys next time on um on the program.